0: Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend in the wild and wacky world of sports and beyond. We have a fun show in store for you today. It is my last live show of the year 2019. We thank you for being a part of this last decade's worth of statewide syndication if you're new to the david glenn show you may not know that my last live show before christmas and in this case my last until the 2020 calendar year is a mixture of a game we play on mondays called best and worst of the weekend i saw the panthers get trounced by the colts I saw the Patriots and the 49ers and the Ravens and the Saints and the Eagles get big victories. I saw former Wolfpack star Naheem Hines set all sorts of records at the expense of your Panthers for his Indianapolis Colts. I saw App State and North Carolina A&T win big bowl games. I saw the Tar Heels of the basketball world get a win against UCLA. I took the family to a Hurricanes game. We look forward to more of bowl season. We also will have fun with you on Christmas movies on another special tradition that happens to be today, December 23rd, 2019. Happy Festivus to everybody. You don't have to be a Seinfeld fan to celebrate the airing of grievances or Mr. Seinfeld's Festivus for the rest of us, as he called it. You have chances to win prizes all day long. Why? We are Santa Claus. We are in the holiday spirit. And you get cool stuff, best-selling sports books, maybe Carolina Hurricanes or other sports tickets. You get cool stuff just for playing our Christmas games, reindeer games, if you will, just for knowing some sports trivia or you can jump in and just have some fun in an annual tradition that has discussed in three different categories, the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Past the eggnog, we always have fun. We welcome your participation throughout these three hours. We will be missing part of our statewide audience because the Carolina Hurricanes have an afternoon game today, so some of you will be leaving us midstream. But we're going to have fun in case you're joining us for the first time in this particular tradition. We talk about the best movies you would recommend to your fellow listeners. Perhaps you've already recommended them to your friends and family over the years. I do have a new question regarding Christmas movies, and it is this. What is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century. Because if you've ever been with us in previous years, and we've done this for about 20 years in a row, you know that the Christmas movies with real people that get the most votes, if you're new to that terminology, it just means it's not claymation, it's not animation, it's not a cartoon. There are actually human beings, actors and actresses, performing their roles in Christmas movies with real people. So little Ralphie in A Christmas Story, often ends up a gold, silver, or bronze medal winner. But that was made in the 1980s. Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase as Clark Griswold. That was also made in the 1980s. One of my favorites, Scrooged with Bill Murray, also from the 1980s. What is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century or the year 2000? You can chime in on that one and share the holiday spirit with your fellow listeners as we all look for some cool programming leading up to Christmas and beyond these holidays. The other categories are these, and some of them involve intense debate, although we don't get nasty. We don't get negative as we play best and worst of the weekend in the sports world, more of the best of what I saw, more of what the worst of what I saw. And of course, you get to chime in as well on our statewide platform. The other categories include best Christmas movie without real people. Those are things like and you can go in your own direction, but Grinch is often a medal winner on Best Christmas Movies Without Real People. If it's a cartoon, if it's a claymation, if it's an animation, if it's an anime, anything that is not involving real people on your screen, that would be without real people. Grinch, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty the Snowman, A Charlie Brown Christmas, The Muppet Christmas, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, they are all... Christmas movies without real people. That's category number two. And due to the popularity of this once a year and only once a year show, we actually had to create category number three. If you feel strongly about any of these, is it really a Christmas movie or does it really belong in category number three where Christmas is only the backdrop? Famous examples, again, some of these, most of them from before the turn of the century, I want to know what's the best Christmas movie that was released since the turn of the century, since 90% of our favorites happened in the 20th century. Die Hard, where off-duty New York City Police Department Detective John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, is caught in an L.A. skyscraper at Nakatomi Plaza during a heist led by Hans Gruber. That's really... A terrorist movie that's really a guy reconnecting with his ex-wife and traveling across country and walking over glass with his bare feet but he's killing people and a lot of people die it is fundamentally about a down on his luck but tough as nails cop who successfully fights those terrorists while making that cross-country trip that was originally intended to be a reconciliation attempt with his estranged wife that's not really a Christmas movie. That's Christmas as a backdrop. There are Christmas trees, there are Christmas themes. It is that time of year, but we long ago decided, and it's been unanimous, that Die Hard is truly a Christmas as a backdrop movie. Trading Places, Home Alone is debatable. Is Home Alone with little Kevin battling the burglars, is that really Christmas Is just the backdrop? or there are enough Christmas themes in there that you would put Home Alone in the real people category. Matter of debate, no nastiness on our annual Christmas tradition. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy Festivus to everybody. Happy Hanukkah yesterday. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays to everybody. Regardless of your orientation, we will take your calls. Is Home Alone a Christmas movie, or is it just the backdrop? Is Gremlins a Christmas movie, or is Christmas just the backdrop? I think of gremlins as like Steven Spielberg creating a merchandising empire. I think of little fuzzy creatures getting killed. I think of famous lines like never feed your gremlin after midnight or the mogwai, I guess they're called. Is it a Christmas movie or is Christmas merely the backdrop? In Gremlins, you can have fun with that, I hope, at 1-800-849-2761. Batman Returns, unlike other Batman movies, does use Christmas as the backdrop. When Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman is flirting with Batman played by Michael Keaton, yes, there are often Christmas trees in the background. There's sometimes snow falling. But is it a Christmas movie just because Batman Returns has Christmas as a backdrop? I think not. You can chime in at 1-800-849-2761. Is while you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock really a Christmas movie? Or was Christmas simply the backdrop there? Is Grumpy Old Men a Christmas movie? The original, way back in the 90s. Or is Christmas merely the backdrop as Walter Matthau plays a wonderful role Daryl Hannah makes a nice appearance as well. You can jump in at 1-800-849-2761. Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson, way back in the 80s again. More of a cop movie than a Christmas movie, so Christmas is merely the backdrop there. You see where we're going? What's the best Christmas movie you've ever seen in the real people category, in the not real people category, and in the Christmas as a backdrop movie? You can jump in at 1-800-849-2761. If you'd like to win tickets, here are some possible trivia questions. You don't get to pick your question, but you might be asked, for example, as we open your calls, best and worst of the weekend and otherwise, 1-800-849-2761. What was Clark Griswold's holiday bonus in the Christmas vacation movie? Remember his nasty boss named Frank Shirley? He stiffed him at the holidays. How many of you got stiffed this holiday season? What was Clark Griswold's unforgettable holiday bonus? Let's just say it set Clark off. That's a possible trivia question that could lead to prizes for you today. In the movie A Christmas Story with Little Ralphie, what secret word or message was revealed when Little Ralphie finally received his decoder pin in the mail so that he could see what that message was on the radio show he had been listening to for months. He was not happy either, is a little bit of a hint. And in the movie Scrooged, you will hear from Bill Murray as nasty TV executive Frank Cross. In the movie Scrooged, what did Frank Cross give as Christmas gifts to his big business friends, that was the nicer gift, or everybody else as he was the miserly Frank Cross, everyone else on his... List of holiday gifts you can chime in on that. One more you might get to win a prize in a video released by the Carolina Hurricanes this weekend that has already had like tens of thousands of views. It's really good. Which star hockey player played what holiday character in that popular new video? Just released this weekend. My family and I were there to see the Canes on Friday night. We did not see a win. But we did see this video up on the big board as the Panthers beat the Canes 1 800 849 2761. There are more trivia questions where those came from. Anyone willing to sing either the famous Heat Miser or Snow Miser song from that great Christmas classic? That also could lead to a prize for you. We have the background music somewhere. Charles Hadley is in for the vacationing Darren Vaught. I will be on vacation in approximately three hours. So thanks again as we celebrate 10 years of statewide syndication at the end of this 2019 calendar year. Thanks to our affiliates, our sponsors, of course, our listeners. None of this would have been possible without all of you. So our thanks to you and these holiday gifts that we'll be giving out throughout the program today, part of our thanks to you. More of my thoughts on the weekend that was and the week to come in sports. And yes, happy Festivus. Christmas movies, the best you've seen. Help your listeners. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We'll get to Paul, Hugh, Matt, Dwayne, Gary, and others. You can be next with your question, comment, or Christmas movie advice. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can join us on The David Glenn Show my low and away curve that barely paints the black so frequently that nobody can hit it you're gonna tell me i gotta throw change-ups fastballs and sliders all the time oh it's too difficult to hit ttg's (laughs) low and away curveball wah 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 you're listening to the david glenn show Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Festivus as well. You can air a grievance today on our program if you like. Most seem to be in the holiday spirit in a positive sense. Paul in Raleigh has an answer to our Christmas movie question of the day. What is the best one that was made since the turn of the century, the year 2000? When we play this game once a year and only once a year, and as I collected your votes this weekend for best and worst of the weekend in the actual sports world, as we come to your calls, hopefully give away some holiday gifts, as well, The Patriots, the 49ers, the Ravens, the Saints, the Eagles, Naheem Hines of the Colts, App State football, North Carolina A&T football, UNC basketball. South Carolina went to UVA and beat the Cavaliers, number nine in the nation. Villanova knocked off number one Kansas. Those were among the best of the weekend. Worst of the weekend, as we come to your calls on that Christmas question of the day, what is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century? For two decades, almost all of the winning movies as we play this game and as you, our statewide listeners, offer advice on the best movies for your kids to watch or your friends to watch or your fellow listeners to watch, almost all of them made last century. So a Christmas story with little Ralphie and his Red Ryder carbine action 200-shot range model air rifle, 1983. Christmas vacation, 1989. Scrooge, 1988. 1988. Other really good ones, It's a Wonderful Life, the classic, that was made in the 1940s. And when you get to the kids' stuff, best Christmas movies without real people, meaning the claymation, the animation, the cartoons, you know when Grinch was made? Not the Jim Carrey real people Grinch, but the cartoonish Grinch was made in 1967. I wasn't even born yet. The other best of that category includes Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. Santa Claus is coming to town. Remember Burgermeister Meister Meister Burger, the evil leader of Sombertown? He wanted to ban toys for crying out loud. You're not allowed to do that, it's got to be against the Constitution. Santa Claus is coming to town, 1970. Like, Frosty was made in the 1960s. Charlie Brown Christmas, 1960s. And, of course, you can always chime in on our Christmas as a backdrop debates. Was Home Alone really a Christmas movie? Or was it just a movie set at Christmas that was far more about A little boy tricking and manipulating burglars for our entertainment. 1-800-849-2761. Shout out to Macaulay Culkin as the unforgettable holiday superstar Kevin McAllister. Remember his family flew to France, left him behind accidentally, chaos ensues. Home Alone was made in 1990. You see the theme. That's why I asked, what's the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century. That gives us 19 years' worth of material. Paul is in Raleigh, and next up, the worst of the weekend vote, by the way, was led by your Carolina Panthers. I mean, Will Greer's NFL debut was a train wreck in Indianapolis. Three interceptions, five sacks, only two field goals managed by the Panthers offense against a Colts team that is not a playoff caliber team. And oh, by the way, Will Greer doesn't have to take all the blame. He didn't have a lot of help. Vernon Butler Jr. took a horrendous result and made it a disgraceful result as well. He punches a Colts player, actually punched the wrong dude on top of it, and then flipped the bird to the Colts fans who were harassing him as he went to the tunnel after his inevitable ejection from the game. That's a whopper. That's a triple play style worst of the weekend for Vernon Butler Jr. The only silver lining and, frankly, the only reason to continue watching the Panthers with one game left in the regular season, Christian McCaffrey is 67 receiving yards away, from joining Hall of Famer Marshall Falk and the former 49ers great Roger Craig. They're the only two dudes to this point who ever had a thousand or more rushing yards and a thousand or more receiving yards in the same season. History of the NFL Christian McCaffrey with 67 receiving yards against the Saints. He's already there rushing this coming week. Will join that exclusive club. Other than that, I mean, Terry Bradshaw on the NFL on Fox actually said, It looked like the Carolina Panthers did not want to play a football game today. And, you know, the Colts were out of the playoff hunt as well. They played hard and played well, Jacoby Brissett and otherwise. The Panthers' hearts really just weren't in it. Paul and Raleigh, you may have the best answer to this question of the day. What is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century? Go right ahead. Hello, David. Hey, man. I really love your show. Thank you, sir. Um uh my favorite movie uh since the turn of the century has to be Elf. I think you're right. I agree with you. I'm I'm willing to hear other entries here. But Elf, for those who don't know, was made I, I looked it up as two thousand and three yeah. and I believe we have what makes it your favorite uh Christmas movie, Paul? Or at least uh, I modern think one. It's a great cast. I mean we'll is the funny in the world and uh, I just love Bob Newhart as they, uh you know the uh, his uh, adoptive father yeah I grew up watching Newhart myself and uh, it's fun to see him in that role and I love Will Ferrell Uh, spoiler alert for everybody and there will be those throughout today's program we will try to sprinkle in the best of your favorite Christmas movies but I think elf is the best answer to the question the spoiler alert is that Will Ferrell is an actual human being sized person who in the movie is an elf I imagine nine out of ten of you already know that but here's one of our favorite scenes as we thank Paul and Raleigh for perhaps the best answer to the question of the day. It it might not catch A Christmas Story or Christmas Vacation or Scrooged or some of these other classics. It's a Wonderful Life gets a lot of votes every year uh, and then others trickle in. It might not finish in our top three all time, but since the turn of the century, I don't know if there's a better one than Elf. Here's one of our favorite scenes. I didn't know you had elves working here boy you're you're hilarious my friend uh, he doesn't uh, can get get back to the story please uh, <clears throat> so on the cover above the title does santa know that you left the workshop you know we're all laughing our heads off did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here buddy <laughs> feeling strong my friend call me elf One more time. He's an angry elf. (laughs) 1-800-849-2761. When we collect votes in these three categories, elf finishes top five most years. And again, most of the others were made in the 1940s, the 1960s, or the 1980s. Let me try Jen and Raleigh. She may be able to win a prize here. Jen, you're certainly welcome to volunteer your favorite Christmas movies in any of our categories, those with real people, those without real people, meaning claymation, animation, cartoons, et cetera, or those where they're called Christmas movies, but really they're not, and Christmas is just the backdrop. Did you want to jump in on one of those or answer a question of the day? So I'm calling to answer a question that will throw in my vote. The 2018 Grinch that came out, in my opinion is by far the best Grinch. We've seen so the, far. the 2018 version was stars who again? Cuz I'm I'm thinking classic Grinch is the cartoon, more recent Grinch is Jim Carrey's Grinch, and what was last year's? You still with me? Did I lose Jen? She was going to answer my Christmas vacation question. No, I'm here. Oh there you are. Sorry. Um I, I can't I'm trying to picture last year's Grinch movie. So it's on, it's on Netflix. Okay. I don't, I, I don't know if it was in theater or not, but I think the group that made it was called Illumination. All right. Um, but yeah, by far the best range. So oh. I'm calling into to answer the National Lampoon question what did he receive as his bonus? Yes. All right. What was Clark Griswold's holiday bonus from the miserly, sinister boss named Frank Shirley in the movie Christmas Vacation? Jen and Raleigh for the win. Go right ahead. What everyone wants to receive from their boss, the Jelly of the Month Club. The Jelly of the Month Club certificate, I believe. And, Jen, you stay on hold, or you can drop me an email. I'm going to get you a prize for knowing this random Christmas movie trivia. Uh, Do we have that scene? This is... You did bleep out Clark Griswold in this, didn't you, Charles? Charles Hadley and for Darren Vaught. I'm always a little nervous when we play this scene because the unedited version definitely would make my year end with an FCC violation. Really don't want that, Charles, man. I'm halfway to Margaritaville as it is. Uh, but we have bleeped it out. This, this, to me, is one of the most unforgettable scenes in any of our favorite Christmas movies as they finish first, second, third in these three categories every year. Christmas Vacation, by the way, is top three every year in our vote. Here is Chevy Chase as Sparky Clark Griswold Jr. Go right ahead. This is when he finds out what his holiday bonus was. What is it? It's a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Oh, (sighs) God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That it is, Edward. <laughs> that it is indeed. <laughs> uh, hey, if any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. i like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people, and I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hallelujah! <laughs> Holy shit. where's the Tylenol (laughs) 1-800-849-2761 quick question from the peanut gallery DG I feel like I've listened to this version of your show about 20 years in a row and I can never remember which of the not real people movies is your favorite that one's easy I think my staff knows by now I'm a Rudolph guy now I love Grinch don't get me wrong and, and frankly, I like Santa Claus is coming to town. I love the whole Charlie Brown fighting the over-commercialization of Christmas. I like the Muppet movie. I like a whole bunch, including some that were made more recently. I'll get to those in a minute, but I think some one of our callers may have one of those, so I don't, I don't want to mention it. But they squeeze into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Clarice the Girlfriend, an elf who doesn't want to be an elf, Anybody remember what the elf Hermie really wants to be when he grows up? And he feels bad that he's the only elf that doesn't want to be an elf. And he just turns to his left and his right, and there are hundreds of elves that all want to be elves. And he doesn't. He wants to be something else, kind of unforgettable. Maybe I'll turn that into a prize. You have the Abominable abominable Snow Monster in Rudolph. You have Yukon Cornelius, the prospector in Rudolph. And you have the Island of Misfit Toys. All of those things squeezed into a single movie. To me, that makes Rudolph the greatest in category number two, Christmas movies without real people. Similarly, how many distinctive things can you squeeze into? And, Charles, you might have one of your favorite all-Christmas story scenes. Do you remember the one where there was an F-bomb dropped? Do you have that one where the changing of the tire went wrong? and little Ralphie heard dad use the F-bomb for the first time. That's in our archive somewhere. That was unforgettable. The fra-ra-ra-ra-ra Christmas movie in the Chinese restaurant was unforgettable. And the leg lamp was a wonderful contribution to a Christmas story. How many great moments, how many unforgettable characters or things can you squeeze into a single movie? You have neighborhood bully Scut Farkas going down in that one. You have Ralphie and his little brother sometimes packed by their mom into their winter clothing, clothing so thickly that they can't move their arms up or down. You have the Red Rider Carbine Action 200-shot range model air rifle. You have the special secret message from the radio show that Ralphie needed the decoder pin for. He was disappointed in the end. Again, I don't want to s- steal that trivia from you. You have You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, and you have... Do you remember what, the, what, what, what did the side of the box say in the movie A Christmas Story when the leg lamp arrived? You guys know the answer to that one? There's a word on the side of the box. I not only need that word, I need you to tell me how Ralphie's dad pronounced that word on the side of the box when he opened up what turned out to be the leg lamp, which embarrassed his wife as the neighbors walked by, but frankly... I think it's a wonderful contribution then or now, even if we're a lot more politically correct now than we were back in the 1980s when that movie was made or even, what, the 1950s or something when that movie was set. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We will come right back to your calls on the other side. We can play best or worst of the weekend sports-wise. You can jump in on our questions of the day that I have left lingering out there, including what is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century? of the vote-getters as we play this game every year were made in the 20th century. Elf is a great example, 2003 in that case, of a great movie that has been made since then. You can add to that list, help your fellow listener this holiday season with movie recommendations, cast your vote for the best Christmas movie with real people, the best Christmas movie without real people. Again, claymation, animation, cartoons are all welcome there. And then Christmas as a backdrop. I don't think we have many fights over Die Hard being a movie that's not really a Christmas movie in the spirit of the season. It's, mere, it's merely Christmas is the backdrop for all the terrorism stuff and maybe a little cop seeking his estranged wife type stuff. Trading Places was more about nature versus nurture, just happened to be set at Christmas with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie, Murray, Eddie Murphy in the leading roles. Home Alone is debatable. Is Edward Scissorhands... A Christmas movie? Or is it just a movie set at Christmas? I think it's the latter. I think Grim- Gremlins is just a movie set at Christmas, but some people say that it's an actual Christmas movie. I don't buy it. Batman Returns definitely set at Christmas and only set at Christmas, and there are other debates that continue to linger. You can solve those for us by dialing 1-800-849-2761. I think Brook and Wake Forest has another answer to the question of the day. What is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century? We will share that with you. Matt and Raleigh knows the Christmas story decoder pin details. What was that secret word or message revealed when little Ralphie finally figured it out? He was not happy. Others want to jump in on Scrooged or Best or Worst of the Weekend. You can take us anywhere you like. It's my last live show of 2019. We're goofing around with sports and Christmas movies and a lot of other things in between. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can join us next on The David Glenn Show. Ruffin McNeil, welcome back. I know we'll always be a huge part of you and your family. You know, this will be my last coaching stop after this. Yeah, maybe join you in a radio show or Amen. do some of that. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be doing some remote shows from your boat in the middle of the Caribbean somewhere if I have my way. <laughs> You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Back to the you David Glenn the show. What did Hermy the Elf really want to be when he grew up? That may lead to a prize. Somebody else wants in on the Christmas story secret message. Ralphie listened to all those hours of radio way back in the day. Finally got the decoder pin. Checked the mailbox every day. Finally got it. Let's just say he was disappointed at that secret message. What word was on the side of the box? that had the leg lamp inside, another piece of trivia, and one that intersects Christmas with the sports world in a video released by the Carolina Hurricanes this weekend. Which star player played what holiday character? Win that and you may be going to a Carolina Hurricanes game. I have tickets to the January third game against the Capitals, January fifth against the Lightning, January seventh against the Flyers, and January 10th against the Coyotes. Remember, the Canes have a seven-game homestand that is almost here. So get there if you can and try to win tickets today as you share your Christmas movie advice with your fellow listeners. And as we pick over the weekend that was, best and worst of the weekend style, one 800 849 276 Give me the uh, one I mentioned earlier, Charles. As we go to Chris in Washington, North Carolina, he knows what word was on the side of the box that had the leg lamp, and he knows how to pronounce that word. But before we go to Chris, Thomas wants in on another classic Christmas movie. Brooke in Wake Forest, I think, has another of the best answers to our question of the day. What is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century? 90% of our favorites were made before 2000. Elf with Will Ferrell is one of the leading vote-getters, and I think Brooke and Wake Forest has another of the leading vote-getters. The Christmas Story movie, which finishes first or second every year, in our Christmas movies with real people category. Again, Christmas movies without real people, you can cast a vote for claymation, animation, cartoon-type stuff. The Christmas movie has so many famous scenes that Charles has like 10 of them locked and loaded. But one of them was when Dad was changing a tire and little Ralphie learned a new word he had never heard before and added it to his vocabulary. It's not exactly in the spirit of the holiday season, but it is an unforgettable moment in that unforgettable Christmas movie. Hit it, Charles. Yeah, there we go. And we got it! <laughs> ah, right there. There it is. Oh, get that dirty... There we go. There we go. Oh, for one brief moment, I saw all the bolts silhouetted against the lights of the traffic, and then they were gone. Oh... Fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. <laughs> I said the word. The big one, the queen mother of dirty words, the F-dash-dash-dash-word. What did you say? <sighs> um, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> the car. Go on. It was all over. I was dead. What would it be? The guillotine, hanging, the chair, the rack, the Chinese water torture... <laughs> mere child's play compared to what surely awaited me. <laughs> the tongue getting stuck on the frozen pole is another of the greatest scenes in another of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. I don't know if we'll have time for that scene later, but we're coming back to your calls now. Sports, Christmas movies, and related things. Chris in Washington may be about to win a prize. Chris, do you remember what word was on the side of the leg lamp box and how the, Ralphie's dad pronounced that word? yeah d g it the word was fragile but he pronounced it fragile. <laughs> I'm not bad to <laughs> Clearly, French is in his vocabulary. He thought it was fragile. the French or the Italian pronunciation. It was fragile, of course. It was another unforgettable scene. Chris in Washington, make sure he has my email so he can drop me an email. I hope to send him to a Canes game. Or we have a lot of the best-selling sports books of 2019, if you'd rather pick that for yourself or maybe somebody else's uh, Christmas gift or stocking stuffer uh charles go ahead and give me the fragile scene thanks a lot guys merry christmas uh, fragile it must be italian well i think that's just fragile honey oh yeah <laughs> well done 1-800-849-2761 brook and wake forest the wheels clearly are turning for brook what is the best christmas movie made since the turn of the century i agree with the earlier caller Elf with Will Ferrell is my number one on that list. Again, we have lots of classics from all the way back to the 1940s that always finish among our top vote-getters. But Brook and Wake Forest, I think, has another Elf-like example from these last two decades. Go right ahead. Hey, DG. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for joining us because you have a classic from the, we put this one in category number two, Christmas movies without real people. I forget what they call that. It's not exactly Claymation, the movie that you have in mind, whatever that's called. It's kind of a a more modern high-tech version of like animation uh, and that sort of thing. Yep, and it's one of the best ones out there, Polar Express. Polar Express. I remember it well. What makes it one of your favorites? Um, just the whole, just making Christmas a magical experience, the whole story behind it and the little boy and it just, it just makes Christmas magical. Little Billy, when you were a little kid, Brooke, did you automatically believe in, in Santa or did you take some encouraging? Because the the main theme that I remember from Polar Express, which Brooke is right, it was a 2004 movie, so it obviously qualifies since the turn of the century, Billy best I remember wants to believe in Santa Claus, but just keeps seeing things and hearing things that makes it hard for him to believe. And right. of course it unfolds from there. But um, yeah, elf, if you want human beings in your movie and I'd say polar express, It it is the modern equivalent to Rudolph and Grinch and Santa Claus is coming to town. And some of the other favorites from, from a long time ago, that's a great, great answer to our question of the day. Thank you for playing 1-800-849-2761. Todd is in Swansboro and has my favorite Christmas movie without real people a- on his mind. Todd, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Uh, is that by any chance your favorite Christmas movie without real people, or are you more of a... Uh, I don't know. It's one of them. I always I always got a kick out of, uh, of Burl Ives' voice and, and, uh, and the, the Bumble. Yeah, the Bumble Bumble was awesome. And, of course, you know, growing up in the 70s, you know, you didn't have a whole lot of choices of Christmas movies. True. I mean, the Grinch was around in the 70s when I grew up as well. Santa Claus is Coming to Town was around then. But you're right. We didn't have nearly as many choices. All right, so you're going to answer the question of the day. If you remember, this is, if you want, after I ask you that, if you remember any of the toys that were on the Island of Misfit Toys, you can add those for bonus points. But... Hermie was the only elf who did not want to grow up to be an elf. What line of work was Hermie interested in in the movie Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Well, when when the foreman was sitting there giving him a hard time because he didn't want to make the toys, he reached down under the table and pulled out the book of dentistry. He, <laughs> said, he said, I wanna be a dentist. <laughs> now, isn't it true late in the movie? Who has a who has a medical emergency? Is it Bumble that needs a tooth out? Who was it? Well, it was either Bumble or, or no Econ Cornelius. Yukon. Yukon Cornelius did, yeah. Bumble puts the star on top of the tree. You see right. see little kids, people made f- Bumble is the nickname for the abominable snow monster, if I'm remembering correctly, right? So little kids, remember, they made fun of Bumble his whole life. They thought he was the mean dude, the bad guy. He was bigger than everybody else. He looked mean. He couldn't communicate very well. But in the end, when they needed somebody tall enough to put that star on top of that Christmas tree, who was there? Who was there for them? And in the end, when there was a dental emergency, good thing Hermie didn't just study elfhood his entire life. He was there to handle the dental problem. Shout out to my friend, Dr. Rebecca in Asheville, she is a great dentist who happens to be a sponsor of the David Glenn Show. Maybe Hermy was her inspiration to grow up and become a dentist. I'm not sure. Todd in Swansboro, you are a winner, probably in more ways than one, but today on the David Glenn Show, so drop me an email. I'll find something for you. If you're a Canes fan, maybe a Canes game. If not, uh, you get to pick your prize from a long list of other opportunities. 1-800-849-2761. Speaking of the Canes, in a video released by them this weekend, which star player played what holiday character? It was as well done, thoughtful, creative, well executed. I was there with the lovely and talented Maria, my wife, on Friday night, or Saturday night, I guess it was, and my son Anthony, and my daughter Avery. We were in my on the glass seats. It's the only home game because of our crazy schedules that we all take in together. So we didn't see a win, but we did see one of the best videos I've ever seen the Canes make. On the other side, we'll give a we'll find another winner. In that video, which Star Kane's player played what holiday character? If you've seen it, you're probably laughing out loud just as I was. If you haven't seen it, hang in. We'll play more favorite Christmas movies. We are taking your nominees for your fellow listeners. What is the best Christmas movie made since the turn of the century? Polar Express and ELF are the two leading vote getters. So far, and you can chime in at David Glen Show on Twitter if you'd like, a Christmas story. Christmas Vacation, Elf, Scrooged, It's a Wonderful Life, and others are getting the most votes in the Christmas Movies with Real People category. The Category 2, Christmas Movies Without Real People, Grinch, Rudolph, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty the Snowman, Charlie Brown Christmas, and the recently mentioned Polar Express getting the most votes. And Christmas as a backdrop. This is, again... It's described as a Christmas movie, but really when you look at it more closely, Christmas is just the backdrop, not the theme. Die Hard, Trading Places, Home Alone is on the Fence. We're taking more votes to debate that one. Edward Scissorhands, Gremlins, Batman Returns, While You Were Sleeping, Eyes Wide Shut, Grumpy Old Men, Lethal Weapon. Love actually is that more is that an actual Christmas movie or is that more Christmas as a backdrop? That's a very that's a very popular romantic comedy that happens to be set at Christmas. The Ref with Dennis Leary, that's another one that probably is more Christmas as backdrop although there are some Christmas spirit-type themes in there. Uh, I don't want to turn any of these debates into nasty debates. We, too, are in the spirit of the holiday season. We continue to give gifts throughout today's show, Santa Claus style, for otherwise useless sports and Christmas trivia information. And we're coming back to your calls next. Davo Sweetie, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Yeah, How man. are you doing? It's, it's great to see you, you. I saw that you took your family to Italy. It was unbelievable to go to Rome and to stand at the Coliseum that was built in 80. 80. <laughs> Eight zero. The original Death Valley. You know, literally. This is the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Let's keep giving out prizes, Santa Claus style. Matt and Raleigh. In the movie *A Christmas Story*, what secret word or message was revealed when Little Ralphie finally received in the mail that decoder pin that helped him decode the code? Make sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> yeah, and how do you remember how Ralphie reacted to that? <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, he was absolutely upset. He was not happy. So now we I know, know. Um, uh, that movie was made in the 80s. It was set in the 50s or 60s. Even then, there was over-commercialization of the holiday spirit, right? Ralphie was right. like, really, man? I listened to the radio all year long so that you could remind me to drink Ovaltine? tea. Me drink my Ovaltine. <laughs> yeah, isn't that awesome? Well done, man. Uh, drop me an email. I'm either going to get you one of the best sports books of 2019 or maybe you and a friend to a Carolina Hurricanes game. We have all sorts of trivia lingering. We have what is the best movie Christmas movie made since the turn of the century good suggestions so far elf with Will Ferrell Polar Express for our category number two bad Santa and Arthur Christmas two more 21st century nominees help your fellow listeners this holiday season or maybe help yourself by winning a prize it's back to the sports weekend that was with your best and worst of the weekend and it's our annual Christmas movie celebration you can be next on the David Glenn show throwback justice league you know batman wonder woman superman aquaman if there was a combine event where you had to talk to marine life aquaman is your guy zay jones is dominating the three cone drill aquaman is dominating the talk to porpoises drill this is the david glenn show